Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mamma mia! We are back for another week of Beyond the Edge. Here we are on the world's only Beyond the Edge recap podcast here. And we are not about to ring the bell, this bell, but not the bell to quit. Of course, here we are back with the co-host of Beyond, Beyond the Edge, the edgiest podcast co-host of them all. It's Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? The edgiest podcast host of them all. Oh, Do you wow. like that? Do you like that? I like that. Okay. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I'll I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Is that is that is that fact? We are the only Beyond the Edge podcast. If there is another one, I apologize. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. We are. We, we will share the title of yeah. World's Only Beyond the Edge Recap Podcast, but. To a, let me see. Let me do a Google search be, real quick. Rob, it, it would be in this in the spirit of Beyond the Edge for us to, uh, you know, share the title with the other Beyond the Edge podcasts. I did this Google search. Uh, Beyond the Edge recap podcast. Um, I think that other people from Beyond the Edge have done interviews, but right. Like reality, Steve is probably talking to somebody, right? Maybe, maybe. I don't think I don't know if he has <laughs> he yet. Like all the Joe Millionaire people, but so. <laughs> we can say unequivocally, this is the world's best Beyond the Edge yes. podcast. That I can get behind. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, Rob, the Edgers are, you know, incredible. They they don't quit. They don't they, quit. They show up. They give it their all. They're like Paulina. Like, they mm-hmm. do not have quit in them. No. No quit. And I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And we do this for them. It is a labor of love, and yeah. it's for them. Yeah. <laughs> we do this love. for them. And so we are back, and we have some huge news to talk about. Okay. Are you are, right. are, 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 ready for news? Yeah, are you ready for for this? Okay. All right. So we have been telling you about how if this podcast, Beyond Beyond the Edge, managed to get to one hundred ratings in the Apple Podcast Store. One hundred reviews, I should say specifically. Because this yeah. podcast has one hundred seventy ratings. Check wow. us out, haters. Uh, we wow. actually have 169. Very nice. Five star ratings and one four star rating. That's, I mean, okay. why? Like, just give us the five at that point. To yeah. our haters, some of whom are on the show, <laughs> this is real, not fake. Okay. This is definitely real. In the Apple Podcast Store, US alone, there are. 121 customer reviews. So I can say 
that we have passed a milestone. And that milestone was that if we got 100 reviews, we would be podcasting about celebrity exorcism with Chappelle. (laughs) You better believe it, baby. Hell yeah. It's happening. (laughs) Achievement. It's real. Unlocked. It's happening. Okay. What else? I, I am ready. Mm-hmm. I am honestly, Rob, when you said 100 yeah. uh, reviews, I was like, he really doesn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. No. And the edger said, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. There was a wall and it was like, like pulling up Coach yeah. Mike Singletary. Yeah. The legs up were dangling and over. in every direction. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the edger said, come on, Rob, mm-hmm. we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we are going to be bringing you in between now and next week's episode of Be- Beyond Beyond the Edge. We will bring you a recap of two B's celebrity exorcism featuring Meta World Peace, Jody Sweeten, and another person. Char Jackson. Char Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Char Jackson. Or it is Char Jackson. The big three. Sorry. Every week. Sorry. She's not on this show. Yeah, that's true. She's the odd one out here. Yeah. I'm only focused on the Grateful Eight and Meta World Peace. That doesn't include Meta World Peace. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Forgot about that. Yeah. Meta World Peace still prominently featured in the marketing of Beyond the Edge, Jenny. Yeah. Well, that. That's why they got him. (laughs) (laughs) They got him to be in the commercials. Even I was watching Survivor on Wednesday night. And then they were like, like, uh, beyond the edge is featured. And the the first, first celebrity they show when you watch beyond the edge is, uh, meta world peace. I mean, like they, they probably got so many shots of him and clips of him ready. And, uh, they were like, Oh, we only have two episodes worth. And, Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to they're just trying to get the uh, mileage out of it. Oh, you know, I asked on last week's podcast, was Mike Bloom going to have an exit press with Meta World Peace? And then yeah. sure enough, he did. What? I, yeah. mean, I didn't miss this. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> uh, Meta World Peace uh, has an interview with Mike Bloom. You could check that out over on parade.com um mike bloom asked did you ever have any run-ins with the animals you feared when you're out there he said i know they removed some snakes and i knew there were alligators and different things like that but those monkeys on top of the trees they can swing and go where they want to go the spiders are really small so you can't remove the spiders at all so there were lots of different things like that they removed snakes Mm-hmm. yep so they do they just like like Sought out snakes and then just like took them to a different location. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I mean, they didn't do a great job judging by this episode. <laughs> <laughs> also, that Mike Bloom said, I know you got to work with Jody Sweeten again on reality TV. How great was it to have a familiar face out there? Uh, he said, Well, I had a great time with Jody. We did a show together uh, called Reality, called Hollywood Scare, which I thought was called what? Celebrity Exorcism. Meta, are you sure? And it felt like it was fun. We chatted a lot. And then I found out she was on this show. And I thought that was really cool. And so we had a great time on another show. This is great journalism. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. Mike Bloom is a saint. Yeah, Mike Bloom, if he's on the Beyond the Edge beat, he might have to be here with us. I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, listen, we had a guest last week, okay. and... If we I get mean, 200 reviews, <laughs> we get 200 reviews on Apple Podcasts, Mike Bloom has to be a guest on this podcast. Yes. Okay. That's the next achievement, Edgers. What are we at? We're at one. We're at 120. 122. We'll okay, count well, international Apple Podcast reviews also. Yeah, we will combine the in, the uh, international reviews. Um, and we'll and do it we on video on. so Mike Bloom can wear a costume. Oh, my God, please. Or... You know, judging by some of the other appearances I've made with Mike Bloom lately, he might not wear a shirt at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah. Um, but we have until uh, May 18th. Yes. Because we, we found out today. Uh, shout out to Sam Moore for uh, pulling these dates. May 18th, the season one finale of Beyond the Edge. Mm hmm. So we have until then to get Mike Bloom on here, but yes. don't count on it. Just because they announced the date doesn't necessarily mean we'll get there. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So uh, that is uh, what's going on uh, with the Meta World Peace interview. Also, Jenny, big news uh, came across uh, our desk this week when we found out that the star of another show that we podcast about recently martin the butler is now available on cameo where has this been all my life on it like we talked about this rob this is someone that needed to be on cameo like don't Mm -hmm. waste your your good stuff on instagram like get your ass on cameo and make yourself a dollar my friend yes and he finally listened martin andrew is available on cameo i am martin the butler from joe millionaire for richer or poorer and i am delighted to make your acquaintance i look forward to hearing from you all until then toodle pips here is does not look like anybody has bought a cameo from martin the butler yet but uh here is a little bit of what you will get yeah here is martin the butler hello my name is martin andrew it's good to see you here on Cameo.com. If you would like a personalized message from me, for whatever the occasion may be, Uh-oh. please let me know what it is. And I'll be more than happy to do that for you. All right? Excellent. All right, then. Well, until then, as they say in my country, Toodle Pips! <laughs> it's got the bell. Oh, the bell. He's got it He's all. Got He's got all that. Is now- he, okay, is he in the full garb? Like, is he? Yeah, full the... full butler yeah. outfit. Yeah. So oh, I don't wow. know if he's going to put the whole costume on every single time. But uh, so Mar- that's Martin the butler over there. What's now, his rate, Rob? $99, Jenny. Oh, <laughs> get that little, money, Martin. Yeah, get that. Get that paper. Uh, if it was a little <laughs> more reasonable, I would have bought one for you. But it was a little. <laughs> wow, Rob. You really I mean, $99 for a cameo. <laughs> Come on, Mom, I don't want you to spend 99 of your dollars like on that for me, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if Morrow like, was a on drink there sometime, like buy me a drink in New York or something. That, okay. That's fine. That is a better use of your dollars. All right, Jenny. Well, let's turn our attention to week three of Beyond the Edge. Um, right. And thankfully, nobody has quit Beyond the Edge this week. Thankfully, right? Because... We're all rooting for no one to quit, 
Mm, can I Are say we? something? Can I be can I be perfectly honest? Please. I am kind of ruining rooting, not ruining. Maybe I'm ruining. <laughs> but I'm kind of rooting for people to ring the bell. Yeah. Uh, what I am I? I'm conflicted. Too. What am I supposed to be rooting for? I know this is Rob. What is it about the shows that we cover where we truly just don't understand what we should be wanting to happen? What is going to happen? How is this going to end? I, I mean, I do understand that Morrow, you know, ha- has explained how the end works. The top two earners go head to head to yeah. win, like, what is it, an extra 100K? Wow. For their charities. But, like, I just, because there's no strategic component, no one's being voted out, I just, because we get to this, like, tribal council-esque thing of the lanterns the at lanterns. every episode. Lanterns. Yes. Put some respect on lanterns' name. Yeah, of course. Um, you wh- have to. What do I want? What do I, the viewer, what do you want? want? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I want, I want to see... I don't know. I guess I guess they really want them to be pushed so far that they're in these situations where they're like, am I going to be a terrible person and let down my charity and my children and all of these people in my life because mm-hmm. it's so hard out here? Or am I going to persevere? But like, how many times are we going to get that conversation? Like, Thank God we had Metal World Peace, honestly, mm-hmm. because that might be the only bell ringing we get this whole freaking season. Do you think anyone else will ring the bell? I mean, after how uh, this particular Lanterns yeah. goes, um, I don't feel very uh, good about the bell ringing being a thing. But it just makes me wonder. It's like, do shows sometimes get filmed and like, the premise kind of gets like messed up and then they're like, Oh, well we can't air this anymore because what we thought was going to happen didn't happen. Mm. And then it just never makes, or like, because I have to think that they thought more than one person was going to quit. If we're on episode three and the, and the whole cast is like, no, we're not ringing the bell. It's like, what hope do we have that this is going to happen in the, in the episodes to come? Yeah, that's a very good point. We look like they tried to make it seem like that Coach Mike was going to potentially quit. And there was like, we went to commercial break and there was like a very pregnant pause. And Morrow said, Mike, Coach Mike, uh, will you go back to camp and ring the bell? And it was like very pregnant pause. And he basically was like, extremely pregnant. Yeah. I. Will never ring the bell. Like, oh, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah, like he's like the most like mm-hmm. you know, uh, like he's exasperated about how he will never give up. And yes, like, and I'm telling you, I am pissed. <laughs> pissed. Like Sandy Bergen. I'm pissed. He is pissed, but not for the reason you think. Yeah, he he wants. He wants to be there. He just wants to win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this whole rhetoric was just about, you know, being upset with losing. And could that make him quit? But, you know, tomorrow's another day. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, 
this, they made a whole when we had like 20 minutes left more than 20 minutes left i think it was like 24 minutes 24 moro minutes left of the episode and we were just going to lanterns i knew no one was quitting i knew no one was quitting because first of all they spoiled that someone was quitting last week uh, they're going to tell yeah, people us people are worked someone... up about this potato jenny you uh, yeah. you are more worked it's... up about the coming attractions for beyond the edge well that is that's where all of my interest is laying <laughs> at this point in my did you life. make any angry tiktoks <laughs> no okay i didn't make angry tiktoks or happy tiktoks or pissed do you TikTok. think anybody is using the, the hashtag beyond the edge on tiktok have we should we check to see yeah let's see Let me, i know david bloomberg is but uh, do you think that i, I don't even think david, david bloomberg has made a he, beyond the edge TikTok. no i think he did i thought he made i thought he said he made oh did he TikTok. is he feuding with paulina he, also yes he is yeah david bloomberg has has been trolling paulina <laughs> yeah and okay. i'm on my paulina apology tour apollo I mean, she seems like uh, a fine lady, neat lady. Yeah. Yeah. She's a neat lady. Let's see. Uh, Beyond, let's see. um, Beyond the, uh, Beyond Burger? No, Beyond the Edge. (laughs) Beyond Burger. Okay. Uh, Beyond the Edge uh, hashtag on on TikTok. Okay. Let's see. And uh, let's see. Oh, there are some videos. Um, So, um. Yeah, okay, this is this is a few. Oh. There's a few that come up. Yes. All winner survivor. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a lot of the people on the show. We got Lauren Elena did a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have multiple David Bloomberg Beyond the Edge. <laughs> so we're TikTok. dominating the the podcast game of Beyond the Edge. But in terms of Beyond the Edge on TikTok, okay, you know, we still have room for improvement. Yeah, we are yeah, we're not mm-hmm. staking our claim here. We're now, really, Jenny, yeah. I will say uh, the hashtag beyond the hedge is huge. What is that like? Is that like a gardening TikTok? Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot more views for beyond the hedge. Join What's that hashtag. Beyond the hedge. <laughs> okay. That, they have 167,000 views. Wait. Yes. It's all the same, though. <laughs> yeah, it's one one person. None of these Beyond the Edge videos have any views. Do you, but some of them are the same ones under the Beyond the Edge one. Do you think that they're just like hashtagging like everything you could misspell Beyond the Edge for you, so that it doesn't so? get missed? Yeah. That might actually be a pretty good like hashtagging strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody has uh, a TikTok account Beyond the Edge TV. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beyond the Edge Productions. Uh, but but it's not about the TV show. Oh. Okay. So it's just they had that. Oh. They're squatting on the name, I think. They're squatting. Okay. They're not counting on there being like a big enough yes. presence from this show. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, this episode in particular. I, I thought this was some uh, poetic justice here to open up the show because Colton Underwood opens up this episode, Jenny, and he starts opening his big mouth, talking smack about our guy, Meta World Peace. You know, I knew Meta was struggling, but I think it kills me that he left. I think it kills me that he didn't talk to any of us before he left. You know what? You talk 
you talk, you know what? You get bit by a snake. Talk shit, get bit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. right. Is that what Will Smith was yelling? <laughs> I know. He could be a good candidate for Beyond the Edge uh, season two. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's not quitting. Could you imagine if they up. got Will Smith and Chris Rock for Beyond the Edge season two? Just putting they it out there, CBS. The premise. Mm-hmm. Those are way too big of names. Just putting, just putting it out there. I mean, we would have to change the premise. There needs to be more of a competitive, a competitive uh, edge to go beyond. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Besides just you know, like competing for charity, like I want, I want there to be like an alliance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we got to see more bonding during this episode. Yeah. And like they love each that's other. Interesting, but like it's way more interesting if you're like, oh, okay. Well, where is this gonna? Go? Where is this relationship yeah. gonna go? Like, what is this gonna mean for the yeah. game? Imagine, game. imagine if it was a bunch of celebrities that that were rivals. Ooh. Think about it. Think about Beyond it. Beyond the edge rivals. Beyond the edge season two rivals. You know, because okay. if, you, if you're you know one of the producers over at Beyond the Edge and CBS comes to you, okay, what's season two look like? Okay. Uh, it's rivals. I mean, how could you not want that? Mm-hmm. Like, you need, listen, I think that this season is going to be a learning experience, mm-hmm. but you know, maybe, maybe they feel like there, there's something there. They could possibly, we've gotten three seasons of, of celebrity big brother. Yeah. Maybe they say we need to make a few tweaks, mm-hmm. but I think we can get some, like E-list celebrities back out here. Mm-hmm. And we just need there to be a little bit of an edge. Beyond. Go beyond. Go beyond it. Yes. To make this show a little bit more enticing. I love rivals. Rivals. There are enough, there are enough rivalries in the celebrity world. Mm-hmm. And I just think that we're lacking any sort of um, like rivalry going yeah. on. Okay for lack of a better word, because they're all just like, they're working as a team and like, they just want each other to all like win money for their charities. Like Mm -hmm. it's not even, it's not even really that competitive. Right. You know? So I, I Googled the biggest celebrity feuds of all time. Ooh. Okay. And so I think that there's like a lot to choose from, uh, Vin Diesel and the rock, Dwayne, the rock Johnson. What's their feud about? Uh, about the Fast and the Furious movies and uh, who's the star. Um, Cardi I mean, B and Nicki Minaj that. have a feud. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, give me all of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of these people could be paid enough to come out here. <laughs> you don't think so? So they <laughs> Kanye could probably be on it with a lot of different people, but they, this says uh, uh, Kanye and Drake. But you could probably have Kanye and Pete Davidson. I, I honestly, I can't keep track of who Kanye is good with. Like, I mm-hmm. honestly think that Kanye and Drake are good again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ka- Kanye and, and Skeet, as he calls him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a you know... This is a way to go. I I would I would be into it, but like, how does this function in the game? Are they still doing it for charity? Well, I think then they just, just they really, don't switch the teams every time. It's like so uh, it's the, the two teams. Team. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, I would like like yeah, because they probably wouldn't want to go. But it's like, well, what what do you hate this person more, or do you hate not giving money to your charity? It's like, oh, you got me. 
there really needs to be some sort of um, voting out uh, like function in the game because mm-hmm. if we're relying on this bell ringing thing i don't like i said i don't think it's happening i don't think yeah we're but maybe you would ring the bell also if your worst enemy was there like it's the conditions and it's hard and then also the person you hate the most is also there think of like the confessional gold they can get out of the situation where it's like there's snakes out here, mm-hmm. but there's no bigger snake than insert this person I have beef with. Like, yeah, like that, that just writes itself. Mm-hmm. You know? So good. Okay. So <laughs> nobody's sleeping very much. Colton you know, he sleeps like 25 minutes and uh, the food situation is apparently dire. Um, I guess it's apparently I mean, so I bad. Did, I did see, Paulina eating like a banana at one point. They eat a lot of bananas. We only saw it in the last episode where remember when that there was a team of people that won canned goods, including Captain Morgan. Oh, it's corn. Corn. I can't eat corn. I don't want to see it later. Okay. Uh, But he did eat other things. He ate other canned goods. But by the next morning, the food situation is so dire that uh, Craig says we need to start eating worms. Yeah, we went from canned corn to worms in like 12 hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so bad. We need to start eating worms. Uh, He said we could use this for bait. I don't even know when they have time to go fishing. Uh, But uh, I don't know what they do because it seems like the adventure takes like a long time. Seems like it takes the whole day. Um, And then they do lanterns in the evening and then they sleep. So I don't know when they would fish. Right. And so Craig finds a worm and says, "Okay, well, here's here's the secret, Jenny, to to eating a worm. You don't want to swallow it whole because it will wiggle down in your throat and you will throw up. Okay. That is vile. And because I can picture it. Like I can picture the feeling of the worm like hitting that that yeah. dangly thing that swings yeah. in the back of your throat, yeah. like Cardi B says. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I that that hits the, the gag reflex. You are throwing up for you sure. Gotta, yeah. You gotta you, you gotta, gotta, you gotta chew, it chew it up. It. Yeah. <laughs> And so, oh, who does he get? He gets Lauren to eat the worms? And she's like, it tastes like dirt. Yeah, like, like makes sense. Story checks out. <laughs> yeah, because it's covered in dirt. Yeah. It is literally covered in dirt. <laughs> You're probably just tasting the dirt. Yeah. Jenny, I played in Survivor 50 days of my life. Okay? In, in and And at no point did any of the survivors turn to each other and say, hey, Let's dig in the dirt and eat the worms. That Day never three. that never happened. And these are two people that ate canned corn, canned beans, can of gravy, possibly. Yeah. I don't know if there was gravy. Like they and they just ate dinner worms. last night. And yeah. as as Jody Sweden said, it's day three. In fact, it is the morning of day three. Yeah. They have been on this show for forty eight hours. They're eating worms already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that that straight up is just like Lauren being like, I'll eat that worm. Mm-hmm. And Craig like loving it and just like <laughs> pushing her a little bit. Like, do they even have fishing gear? 
when he was talking about I, I think about we've seen them the fishing at different points. Oh, yeah. But, okay, that's yeah. true. Listen, Usually I get distracted like, by the story. Yeah, I know. That's, uh, the story is complicated. That's the biggest part of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jenny, we got our teams going uh, for challenge number three. Adventure three is coming up. Time to pick your new teams. Uh, Before that, we got a lot more time with Paulina. I got a lot more about her uh, background. She happened to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated twice. It was almost three times. Almost. But instead... Fricking Life magazine had to ruin it. I didn't really understand this part of the story. So she got put on Life magazine instead. So then she wasn't allowed to be on Sports Illustrated. Too much overexposure. Is that how that works? I I guess so. I feel like that's not how it works anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe that was, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. a back in the day thing. Yeah. But Okay. And so, all right, time to pick out the teams. Uh, This time out, we're going to have... Captain Morgan, although he was just a sergeant in the army. Don't get it twisted, just people. Sergeant. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Ebony. Ebony's been 0 for 2. But yeah. she's going to take matters into her own hands. She'll be a captain this time. Yeah. So, you know, she wants to step up and, uh, mm-hmm. and the, like, I love the meal they make out of picking teams of, like, eight people. Yeah. Like it's it, it truly is the meal of worms <laughs> that they're well, making out of this. Jenny, it seems like that they pick teams every week, but the only drama ever is where is Paulina going to get picked? There's I've been never, no other drama with making no, the none. teams. I've never seen a person so traumatized by being picked last. And so I guess the question here is, is Craig messing with her? I wanted I, I wanted to pick Paulina first. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But Lauren, and we got to keep this country thing together. So come on. <laughs> why did Why did he say that? Psych. <laughs> He's like, I wanted to. Uh, with the first pick overall, uh, Captain Morgan is going to draft Paulina, but actually not. Uh, she'll actually be the last pick. Yeah. And I mean, they they set this up beautifully because I I personally was laughing because I was like, is is he trolling her? Yes. Did you hear her screaming? I wanted I, I wanted to pick Paulina first. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, but actually not. But why did you why did you bring it up, girl? Yeah. <laughs> I think that he was trying to make her feel special, and then just like completely fumbled that and and made her feel even worse because it's like i thought about picking you first mm-hmm. but why would i do that yeah okay I'm so picking lauren all right paulina does not uh get picked she says that like she's gone through a lot harder things in her life than being picked last 
But man, it really seems to be something that really gets there. <laughs> it really gets there. Like, I wonder if the producers about, tell him, she, like, um, turn she, the night. She, yeah, well, I, I think that that has to be happening here. But, like, she talks in her, like, little package. She talks about being a pawn in a political game between Sweden and Czechoslovakia. Yeah, what is going on there? What was going I don't on? Know. I I Listen, my history knowledge is not great. I don't know what part she played in, in a political game between Sweden and Czechoslovakia. But, like... She was an adorable kid. But... <laughs> Yeah, I I think that whatever it's a that tug of was war. was probably harder than being picked last. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that she clarified that she's been through harder things. Okay. All right. I would be concerned. Let's okay. Bring in our teams, our our two teams of four for Morrow to lay his eyes on, and he's he's so excited for this. And then there were. The Grateful Eight. Mm. And we are all grateful that you remain here on your jungle journeys of sacrifice, self-discovery, and self-healing. Sometimes Morrow just gets on one and he does not know how to end it. Yeah, he's like, it's it's uh it's not even a word salad, it's like a word salad bar. It's like all you can eat. Like it's like He's like, he gets into the alliteration. He's like, I could say this word, this word, that goes with that word. He just like keeps going. And I I am honestly like enthralled with it. It's the best part of the Yeah. It's almost like that he's in a car that's going a hundred miles an hour that has no brakes and he doesn't know where to steer it next. Like, look what the cat dragged in. If it isn't the eight people that we wanted to see more than any other person people today because (laughs) they are here and ready to show what they can do for all the people that they are playing for. (laughs) That was like actually like pretty small. It's almost like when you're writing an essay and you're like, you have like a word limit Mm -hmm. that you need to reach and you're just like, "Ah, let's add as many words in here. Let's try and get through this. Do you think in Morrow's mind that they are grateful like uh, the Big Brother 21 Alliance? Like, do you think he's spelling grateful with an A? Yeah. Yeah. I thought we didn't speak of that anymore. Yes. (laughs) But apparently Morrow is bringing it back. (laughs) With Meta, they were undeniable. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Grateful. Yeah. From undeniable to grateful. Okay. Now, all right. It's time for (laughs) my favorite part of the show. (laughs) Okay, Uh, because we are going to hear from Jenny Autumn what this week's challenge was all about. What was the adventure, Jenny? I can't believe this has become a thing. It's the best segment of the show. Is it? (laughs) Okay. All right. Adventure three. By Jenny Autumn. Yes. Yeah. Like we got the graphic for adventure three. It's a bit. It's a big thing. Um, okay. So as always, we've got the first stage. Yeah. Everyone knows there's, you, you start with the first stage Have and to. there's like a big, uh, co- coil of rope. Yeah. Um, it's a really big, thick rope and they have to, um, put the rope through holes yeah. in, um, in wood. 
the hole the holes are in the wood and you have to thread the rope through the holes there's something with like a like a 300 pound log and a flagpole i don't understand i didn't understand how we got from threading the rope through the wood to releasing the flagpole that was under the log but it had something to do with that so they have to like get work as a team to get the rope through the holes yeah and then they have to recoil it on the on the other side yeah does that make sense yep yep does that line up with respool the rope through the log sure sure yeah and we got Uh, with that old classic chestnut (laughs) and the the greatest part about this is like it was the equivalent of um Jeff with a ball challenge, except for it was with holes. Mm-hmm. So you got all like the hole metaphors being like, oh, blue has three holes. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It, <laughs> I, catch I that. Think there was yeah. some cheeky stuff okay. going on there. Um okay, so that was the first stage. Then, as always, what comes next? One of the trek. The trek. The trek, baby. Yep. Um, and we're trekking through a mile of, of dense jungle with the flagpole. They're have to they have to carry this giant flagpole. Mm-hmm. And there's obstacles in the jungle. Yeah. Which always. apparently um some are natural, some are man-made. So mm-hmm. they're they're beefing up the obstacles in this jungle. And then uh you're you're trekking through this uh, jungle to the lagoon. Yep. Of course, naturally. One okay. always gets to the lagoon. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this is where you uh, have to go into the lagoon to retrieve the flag for your flagpole, obviously. Mm-hmm. What's the point of the flagpole without the flag? Yep. Um, do you want me to explain the decision point? Yeah, of course, Jenny. Okay. You know, the there's a lot of people part. that listen to this podcast that don't even watch this show. A lot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think the percentage is? Seventy? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um so Probably always, I would say um that I would say Don't ask. <laughs> don't ask. It's we're better to not ask. Okay. Sorry, Martin. Mm-hmm. Um so decision point for the first team that gets there, uh you can swim directly to the flag in the in the lagoon yep or you can get a kayak kayak further out mm-hmm. to get your um flag and you also get a clue yep and so that's a cool thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you always want the clue on, you know. It seems to be the clue is very important. We've learned. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, so this is like a very hefty trek because you're you're trekking through the jungle. You're also trekking through the lagoon. So it's like a trek within a trek. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we got to end this out on the final stage um, where you, you get back to a ravine. So you've got the the lagoon to ravine pipeline right. um, where there's like an incomplete bridge, which is essentially a puzzle. There's planks. Um, and then you also have a saw where mm-hmm. you have to, there's, there's missing pieces of the bridge and you have to literally saw yeah. the pieces. Jenny, did you feel like that the production crew uh was sort of like maybe hard pressed for time. Didn't have time to cut the pieces of wood, and they just made that part of the challenge. Almost make them do it. 
an extra part. I've never seen this before scene. in a challenge where you have to cut the saw the the puzzle pieces. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised by it. It was very confusing. I was like, why is it not just a puzzle? I, I mean, Moro has been saying that it's gotta get it's gonna get harder. So he's like, oh, how do we make this harder? Yeah, should we just make them saw a few pieces? Yeah. He also said, "It's going to get hotter. It's going to get damper." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, was the wood damp? I don't know. They like, I feel like it would be hard to saw it if it was damp. But yeah, I think everything's um, damp. Rob, can we quickly chat about the um, the planks? Yeah, because when Morrow, um, you know, goes through the the stages of the of the uh, adventure, explaining it all to us. He, he does let us know that we are going to get to a puzzle with a Panamanian design. Yes. Which it just said. It Panama was a design it, right? that said the word Panama. Yes. Yes, that's right. Is that, is that all it takes to that's call right. something a Panamanian? There's nothing more Panamanian than the word than Panama, the word Jenny. Panama. Yeah, it was paint. It is probably painted in Panama. Mm-hmm. So it says Panama. Yeah, it's painted in Panama. Mm-hmm. What else are you asking? What more do you for? want? I guess I'm asking too much, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. It, so the clue, I don't understand how the clue is that helpful because it it literally just says Panama on mm-hmm. it. But you have to saw pieces, put it together, complete the bridge, get your team across the bridge, sure. and then put that flag in the flagpole, baby. Mm-hmm. Great then, job. Thank you. Great I job. I don't know how I do this every week. It's very impressive. This is, it's truly an adventure of my this own. This is an adventure for you. Yes. Yeah, it is. So, Jenny, we see these teams. Uh, one is led by Captain Morgan, who Morrow Mar- tells us this about Captain Morgan. Well, so far in this competition, you have all proven that you have more game than a wildlife preserve. More game than a wildlife preserve. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. The teams take off and um, we start off with the rope. Pull in the rope through the hole in the wood. Not easy. Multiple holes, Rob. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not easy. It's not easy. And uh, we're seeing these teams struggling. Morrow says like uh, that, look, if you think it's hard to pull a, a thread through a needle, imagine... Pulling a rope through a log. You never I would. I imagine that. Yeah, you never, you never would have even thought about that. It's a great philosophical debate. Yeah. And so the red team, they are uh, getting out to a lead. The red team is Captain Morgan's team, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, please. No, no, no. Red team. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Red team is Captain Morgan's team and the blue team is Ebony's team. Mm-hmm. But I think that we... We had um, a bit of drama early. Oh, no, I'm now I'm confused. Blue, wait. Red team was... I'm sorry, blue team. Blue team is Captain Morgan's team. Yes, okay. The red team was the early lead because yeah. they had the better strategy of having Ebony re-spooling Smart. as the, the rest of the team was putting the rope through the hole, whereas the blue team was just letting their rope get into a big mess at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Haters, there is strategy in this game, all right? Yeah. There's yeah. strategy in how to spool your rope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the red team, 
they uh, are going to be the first ones to to get through this section. I got this. The red team literally at the end of their rope. And in this case, that's a damn good thing. <laughs> like, try, try to tell me that this man is not amazing. This is at the point where I had to I had to take a break to tweet my appreciation for Mauro Ronaldo because this man is a legend. <laughs> Literally at the end of the rope. And, and in, in this, this case, case, it's a damn, a damn good, good thing. thing. <laughs> like, he got me hype, Rob. Yes, spool that rope. Like, yeah, I'm rooting for... I don't even know why. I don't know why I'm excited, but I am. I'm hype. Because normally, Jenny, if you get to the end of your rope, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. I'm really glad he clarified It's one of the, wor- one of the worst things. It is really not a good thing. You don't want to be at the end of your rope. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in this case... Yeah. Could you imagine? You, could you imagine you said to somebody, hey, I am at the end of my rope, and they said to you, and that's a damn good thing. Yeah. I feel like that that would be the worst thing like a <laughs> therapist could tell you. And I've heard like some like really messed up stuff from therapists this week. So like Oh my yeah. <laughs> on, on other shows? <laughs> on other shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So all right, we we get to the wall. The wall presented problems because you okay. have to get your people over the wall. I feel like um I feel like Moro did not mention the wall. Like I feel like he yada yada the wall. Yada yada the wall. Was like was the wall a surprise? It was a surprise for me. And listen, Rob, I'm paying great attention. I know you are to the adventure mm-hmm. because it's important to me now. <laughs> yeah, what's the strategy for the wall? Like, uh, what order should you put your people over? Because they had uh, who? Who was it? the red team? It was it was Jody uh, and who, Ebony, and then Ray and, and uh, Mike Singletary. Yeah. yeah. So they got I think Ebony over first. Okay. You get the two smaller people over first because you got like your larger, stronger people, taller people to like hoist them up over right. and I feel like we've seen like this kind of function on Survivor. Too. Right. There's we see this on Survivor. Like, I think the move yeah. the, where they screwed up was I think Ray was supposed to go last. Yes, Ray uh, should have But gone for whatever last. reason not have left Mike. for whatever reason uh that uh, you know coach Mike always selfless uh he put Ray over and then yeah. now we had uh you know coach Mike trying to get over the wall and it was not happening. No. And his legs were just dangling in every direction. He was flailing. And I'm telling yeah. you, I am pissed. <laughs> he was pissed. Pissed. This took a while. Took a while to get coached by. And blue and team just like laps them uh, yeah, during this time. Yeah, blue team shows up. They cruise <sighs> in. And Colton's just tossing people over. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Doesn't he know something about jumping walls or is jumping fence? Is that a thing? Is that a different bachelor season? I don't know. I could be messing them up. Probably all of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's always someone mm-hmm. jumping a wall or somebody. Or something. Yeah. Somebody yeah. trying to get out. He's got the experience. In. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thing. So this is where the red team, they lose their lead and they, and they never come back. Yeah. Well, especially because, you know, because blue uh, team, you know, gain some ground here they get to the decision point first Mm -hmm. and they get to make the decision 
to go for the clue because that's what everyone does now. Even if it says it's going to take you longer, you're going to get a clue. But also, I feel like it was like a supercharged advantage this time because not only are you getting a clue, you get to go in a kayak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Besides swimming after but you've already the kayak was sl- you, you had to kayak out slightly further oh, than if you had to bit. swim. I mean... He could see Jody like perfectly the entire time he's in the kayak. He could not have been that far away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, there there was no hope. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So the red team felt like okay. Well, for whatever reason, it was taking Craig a long time to untangle the rope. And you would think, Jenny, after this point, that untangling rope would be like nothing to these guys. Yeah, that's the the most practice they've had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a mainstay here. Yeah. So Jody is going to be the person who's going to swim out. We're told about 60, 70 yards, which is half a football field. More than half a football field. More than. Okay. More, more than half a football field. Um, And so, I mean, it's a decent, it's a decent swim. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. But it's also I mean, not I'm not going like, to shade Jody on that. Like I wouldn't I would not be volunteering for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh so it, it's you know, you've been out there for a while. Um they play up this this swim. I don't know, Jenny. Um I mean, it looked like uh Jody Sweeten was drowning at certain some points. Um she gets to the flag. She can't even get the flag out of the flagpole. I kind of thought that uh, Captain Morgan was going to help her, uh, like get the flag out of the box. That would have been the, you know, the good uh, camaraderie thing to mm-hmm. do, which yeah. I thought was the cornerstone of this show. But I guess winning is everything. So Je- look, I'm no swimming survivalist expert. Is is it possible that Jody might have been playing this up a little bit? Oh wow! She was like, "Oh my god, there's not enough drama. I need to do something." She was like, like, "We're not winning anyway." Agony. Yes. Why was she screaming? I was like, "I don't know." (laughs) I don't. It was just like I think because she was so tired in the swim. But if I'm tired, I don't think I have the energy to scream. Mm-hmm. She was screaming as if like something was attacking her. Mm-hmm. That's how she was pushing through. Like, she was pushing I, through. I yeah. guess. Yeah. It was like a. Well, like, yes. Gonna, like, well, yeah. you know, you hear like in, in, in childbirth. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, and and I, I do know that, you know, giving birth in water is sometimes a great strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, this was so impressive to Ray Lewis. I've never seen a greater warrior fight through this in my life. I mean, now Ray Lewis has been a part of multiple Super Bowl winning teams. Yeah. This, 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 the, the, the 60 yard swim. Yeah. From from That's Jody Sweden yeah. from Full House mm-hmm. was the most. Yeah. Well, this That's was it. this was it. This was the greatest thing that Ray Lewis has ever seen on the battlefield. I have never seen a greater warrior fight through this in my life ever. He like listen to the seriousness in his voice in his life. He's never seen anything like this. 
That is the greatest warrior, Jody Sweeten. <laughs> the greatest of all time? Yeah. We sure? The true goat. Are you do sure? you want to just, just, I mean. I mean. Like, we could say it was good. It was being, good. Yeah. It was great even. But. I think Ray Lewis played in the NFL for 18 years. I feel like Ray has experienced some true, uh, you know, feats He's of. He's been through a lot. Strength, yeah. you know, like. This was it. Yeah, there was a point where Jody said that she was sinking, and then we came back from a commercial, and she was just still above water, mm-hmm. screaming and crying. I was like, "Listen, don't lie to me. You were not sinking. <laughs> I did not see your head go below water." No, no. Okay, but maybe she meant her spirit was sinking. Impressive. You think Impressive. it was like some sort of like analogy? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> So they get the clue. All right. Uh, the blue, I'm sorry, the, the blue team gets the clue. They Please are, clues. yeah, they are headed off to go and uh, work on the puzzle. Uh, Mara also said this. Oh, wow. The plot thickens like the jungle forest. Yeah. <laughs> the Just, plot thickens like a can of gravy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that would have been a better. Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. if, you, if, if he wants me to ghostwrite for him, I'm free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, uh, for the rival season. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we found out that Lauren is going to be the puzzle person. Uh, yeah, and this is, this, is, this is good for, for Lauren. I'm a really high energy human. So I have to do things that bring that down. And puzzles are something that does that for me. Okay. Well, as a high energy human, I didn't realize you need to keep puzzles on hand. (laughs) You know what? I never heard someone put it that way. But as another person that... Another high energy human. I do feel like that I have high energy moments. Um, you know, I definitely have low energy moments, but I would consider myself like a generally high energy person. Uh, it kind of made sense because it's like, there's nothing about doing a puzzle that allows you to be high energy. Mm-hmm. You're, you have to How about down. sawing a piece of wood? Well, listen, if I'm having to create my mm-hmm. pieces, that is not something I signed up for in a puzzle. Yeah. I'm sawing things now. Mm-hmm. No. I yeah. did not. This is not part of a puzzle. Okay. That's interesting to think a, about. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, it, it did actually make sense. However, Rob, yeah. there was another comment about puzzles that I did not think made any sense. Yes. And I believe, um, I think it was Colton that said it. Um, he said, the first two pieces of any puzzle are the hardest. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, aren't you doing like the last two are usually the easiest. I mean, I wouldn't say the last two are the hardest, but I wouldn't say the first two are the hardest. Mm -hmm. Like if you're thinking, okay, again, we, we in survivor and all of that stuff, we're seeing like all sorts of different shapes and sizes of puzzles. But I kind of feel like in like a regular puzzle, you're probably just working on the perimeter first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just I feel like, like the, that's the middle easy. is the hardest part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think that, that the first two pieces of, no, you just find two things to put, to put together. Yeah. It's often like, there's usually two pieces that are obvious that go together. I just, 
Colton, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there are some real puzzle masters that are going to tell me I'm wrong, but I disagree, Colton Underwood. The first two pieces of any puzzle are not the hardest. I take your word for it, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. So your team Jenny over Colton, uh, uh, any day, any day, any. easiest decision in my entire life. Thanks. And my team Colton or team Jenny, please. Okay. Please. <laughs> Just making sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let me know when these questions get harder. Okay. Okay. Well, it's going to get harder and damper. Uh, uh, yes. Harder <laughs> and damper. All right. So the teams are going and, and building their puzzle a bridge, but this is not any old bridge. One thing is for certain, this isn't your grandma's game of bridge. Leave my grandma out of this, Mara. <laughs> what is he talking why are you, about? Why are you shading my grandma? They're not playing bridge. It is a literal bridge. Yeah. We're building a bridge than playing a bridge. This is not your grandma's game of bridge. It's like, yeah, I know. It's building a bridge. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never played bridge. Have you played bridge? No, I have not either. No, don't know that one. Do you think we'd like it? Um, I mean, I love games, so and you can explain the rules to me because you are already <laughs> so good at explaining the rules really of the at, adventures. Listen, I'm really bad at like having someone verbally explain r- rules, but like you know, mm-hmm. I'm getting pretty good at explaining them myself. Yeah. Okay. All right. When we get together, you can explain yeah, how to play, we'll bridge. play bridge. I got to learn how to do it first. But yeah. I'll, I'll teach you. Ralph. And then, and then uh, it'll be a lot more fun. And Mora can come in and say, one thing is for certain. This isn't your grandma's game of bridge. Yeah. And hopefully we won't have to saw our own pieces. <laughs> yes. Hopefully not. Okay. So congratulations to the blue team. Uh, they win. And uh, congratulations, it's another win for Lauren. And so they win $35,000. And so congratulations, that's it. Red team, you're done. (laughs) Why do you have to say it like that? You're done. Yeah. And what did the red team say? Oh, hell no. No, we're not. We're not done. They they don't quit. That's how this show works. Is they don't they don't quit. And I mean, Jody, Jody really said I did not swim and almost die. Apparently, for nothing. I am finishing this bridge. Yep. I'm gonna build this bridge and get over and it. and get over it because mm-hmm. this is not your grandma's game of bridge. And of course, you know that's part of like uh, the being the fiercest warrior Ray Lewis has ever seen. I've right. never seen. A greater warrior fight through this in my life. Yeah. So. In my life. <laughs> he meant that. No greater warrior than Jody, who's going to raise the flag anyway. But it doesn't matter because that the blue team is going to win. And so, boy, I think the rewards keep getting better every week because the first week was a bath. Second week was canned goods. And so for the blue team, they win a great reward. They're going to win blankets and pillows so that they can finally get some sleep and hopefully that they will have a a great night's sleep like this. Hopefully you'll get more winks than Rip Van Winkle. Rob, who is Rip Van Winkle? Like, I know I've heard like, like Mauro, you're my guy. You're my guy. But what are you talking about? 
What are you talking about, dude? I think Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he started that sentence. You'll get more winks than I'm like, where is he going with this? Yeah, more winks than Rip Van Winkle. So Rip Van Winkle, I think it's a story about a guy who slept for like a hundred years. Is that where getting winks came from? Uh, I, I don't know. 40 winks? Maybe. Um, Rip Van Winkle is a short story by the American author Washington Irving, first published in 1819. It follows a Dutch American villager in colonial America named Rip Van Winkle, who meets a mysterious Dutchman, uh, imbibes their liquor, and falls asleep in the Catskill Mountains. Okay. Yeah. Did they get liquor? <laughs> so that's what happens. Rip Van Winkle. More winks than Rip Van Winkle. I hope you'll get more winks than Rip Van Winkle. Okay, Moro. <laughs> sure. I'm going to start using that. I'm like, oh, I'm off to get more winks than Rip Van Winkle. Hopefully you'll get more winks than Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> I hope we get more stars on Apple Podcasts than uh, Robert Van Winkle. Yeah. I hope so, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Robert Van Winkle, I believe, is uh, the real name of Vanilla Ice. Yes, I, <laughs> I think you're right. Yes. He is definitely a Van Winkle. No relation, though. No, he doesn't know Rip, I guess. <laughs> or is he a descendant of Rip? Um, I mean, yeah, maybe. He knows about uh, VIP. I don't know about <laughs> RIP. Does he have a rival? Oh my god! Okay, that now we're talking people that we could actually get. Wasn't he in one of those celebrity death match fights? Like, just pick whoever he was against. Yeah, is that a thing? See. Am I making it? This is a fever dream I'm at, at this point. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see a rivalry with Hammer. Yeah, I'm, I'm searching vanilla ice rival. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, um, oh, well, yeah, because they had because didn't vanilla ice sample. Oh, wait, no, I'm mix, I'm mixing things up now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm now just getting uh, an Amazon ad for rival frozen delights. Vanilla ice cream. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds delicious. Now we're talking. <laughs> Mama Mia. Yeah. Sounds better than a can of gravy. <laughs> Not much is better than that, as you know. <laughs> okay. All right. So I learned nothing about vanilla ice. Rifles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm looking at ice cream now. <laughs> Not everybody is happy about the betting. Oh man! <laughs> Somehow. Jody Sweeten has reverted into Stephanie Tanner mode. <laughs> we we got a little bit of bitter uh, Jody in in this uh, episode. It's really it was really delightful mm-hmm. to me. The words of the fiercest warrior Ray Lewis has ever seen in his entire life. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a warrior to me. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't think they should have given them uh, these nice bets because I, I want people to quit. I want people yeah. to quit. These look like waterproof sleeping bags. Like, this is too nice. They, yeah. they, I think they actually did too much. Like, let them have this for one night. I was so confused by the, like, reward system because I was like, okay, we they were eating 
canned goods last week over a fire. And then this week they're getting mattresses mm-hmm. like and pillows and blankets. I'm like, I feel like we jumped very, very far. Like, I do right. not feel... Like, and, and apparently we'll find out later that anybody you want can also sleep in your bed. They're like, right. uh, what, like, what the, like, what's the point? Like they should have, do we want people them- to quit or not? And I thought they did. And again, I don't understand Rob. I don't know what I'm rooting for anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I'm rooting for the charities to make money. Sure. Yeah, of course. But, sure. Yeah. Sure. That goes without saying. Obviously. And make no mistake. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. What we're rooting for is for people to ring the bell and then for Morrow to say like, well, the the second person to ring the bell is going to get a lot of money for their charity. Oh, so you think that it's like a, this is a twist of twist. Mm-hmm. Like we're so ringing the bell mm-hmm. actually yeah. has a good consequence. Yeah, they should just give, give money to everybody's charity. Yeah, I just, that's why I don't love the cha- like. Listen, I understand because I think that it's, you know, possibly problematic to just be giving people that are already wealthy more Mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. So I do like the charity aspect of it. But I just like if you want if the point is that they're not going to be voting each other out and they are relying on them quitting, but they're out there trying to win as much money as possible for these charities. Like meta world peace was the only guaranteed quit. You knew that going Mm -hmm. in who's quitting. Why are we doing that? What are we doing here? (laughs) I just want people. You, I ask myself that every week, this bell, (laughs) same, Mm -hmm. same. They created this bell at the camp. And for what, it to be rung once, it's just... Heated blankets, Jenny. Heated blankets. Not even heated. just blankets. I know. How are they heated? This is what I don't the understand. battery, maybe? Battery-operated heated blankets. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> these people are never going to leave. They're going to be like, I'll stay here as long as possible. I'm going to get more money from my charity. Try and stop me. I'm pretty sure that Craig Morgan is like, he's ready to stay for like months. He loves it. He's like, give me all the worms to eat. <sighs> like, this is great. There was a, that weird um, scene where he like, it was like the Blair Witch Project after Colton maybe got bit by a snake. Oh yeah, right, We right. didn't even talk about this. Yeah. He like, didn't, did he fake being bit by a snake? He's because like, I kind of dig him. it. And yeah, yeah, and then Craig was like crazy eyed into the camera. He's like, there are things out here that want to hurt you. And I kind of dig it. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my sir. God, Craig. Why? We yeah. should talk about this some more. Do you think that we're going to find out at the end of this that actually like Craig was involved with the production this whole time? That he's a mole? <laughs> that he was <laughs> like, he made this whole thing? It was his brainchild. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like a real twist ending. Yeah. Of like Give me other, a twist, other, other things that have been on Netflix in the last year that I won't spoil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Jenny, let's get into then. Uh, we got a little bit more about Ray Lewis. Um, and Ray Lewis uh, talks about uh, his whole backstory. Uh, he had a tough upbringing and um, that he talks about how uh, that he used to stutter as a kid and he overcame that. But he tells a story about how his mom was dating a guy who was abusive. And then the guy one day came and threw a snake at, at Ray Lewis. Was this like Jake the Snake Roberts? What, what the hell is going right. on here? I was very confused about how this. Don't tell Meta this story. I hope that this isn't what made Meta leave. Yeah. Where did this man get a snake? Like, where did this story take place? Where, Mm -hmm. you know, the man, like, and it sounded, he threw the snake through a window or something. I don't know. I don't know. It was very bizarre. The snake got thrown into his lap. Right. Like, was it an attack snake? I, I just never heard of this as. I didn't know this happened to people. Yeah. That people are just talking. Yeah, I hope Meta stopped watching people. the show. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he did. So, Jenny, the, the show kind of yada yada when Colton got bit by a snake also, right? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. They We opened. Okay, first of all, they're, they are milking anything they possibly can for these previews yeah. because no one's freaking quitting this. Right. But, so, we got the preview last week of, oh, Colton got bit by a snake and we lead off the beginning of the episode in it and then they they look at him he's in the middle of like talking shit about meta so he gets bit by a snake apparently but then they show the medics looking at him and then they were like oh yeah no it doesn't look like you've been bit by a snake uh yeah by a venomous snake so it's like did you not get bit bit by a venomous snake or did you not get bit at all now is it is it possible that this could have been like uh, a false alarm, uh, to put it uh, kindly? I mean, possibly. I, I, we did not get any closure on what happened there. It was like, could it have just been like a bug that bit him, like a mosquito or something? And he was like, ah, mm-hmm. it's a snake. <laughs> because, Jenny, sure. just just hear me out here, okay? Okay. So this I'm is day three of Beyond the mm-hmm. Edge. Colton got got bit by a snake, allegedly. Uh, we have had, we are on 42 seasons of Survivor, okay? 608 people have played the game of Survivor. To right. my knowledge, there have been zero reported snake bites right. on the show. In th- I believe uh, like four of these seasons have filmed in this very location. Right, yes. 39 day seasons of Survivor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, say, I, I believe at least three of them, at least three of these seasons have filmed uh, in, in almost this exact location. Zero snake bites. Rob, are you trying to say that Colton is the boy who cried snake? I don't know. I mean, did he get a I bug mean, bite? Did he get a bug bite? And then that's the thing is like, was it a mosquito? Because like there was no snake to be seen. And they, the, the medic said, oh, this is not a venomous snake bite. It's mm-hmm. like, 
Then what was it? What, is it a snake bite that was said, not venomous? Well, that's what I'm saying is like, was it a snake or like, was it a non-venomous snake or was it not a snake at all? And Meta apparently said that they took all the snakes out. <laughs> so if the snakes are not biting anyone on Survivor and they've apparently taken the snakes out, I don't mm-hmm. know where they took them. Yeah. Um, wh- How is Colm maybe being bitten by a snake? I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they really did yada yada it. They're like, okay, everything. Yeah. Fine. Oh, you got bit by a snake. Okay. All right. On to the next thing. Yeah. It was so weird. Okay. All right. So anyway, who knows? Colton's fine. Who knows? He's fine. He's, he's great. He's fine. Okay. Lanterns. Lanterns. <laughs> Time for lanterns, everybody. Everyone's favorite part. Yeah. Oh, right? actually, by, by the way, um, that Ebony, she's the, the cooler. She's can't win anything. She has yeah. no luck. And uh, she did get an invitation uh, to go and uh, that, you know, even though she has no sleeping bag of her own, she did get an invitation. It's been a while since somebody asked me to sleep with them. Yeah. Who was it? Was it Paulina or Lauren that said uh, you could sleep in my... Uh, it was Lauren. Sleep Lauren in my bed. Offering. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's the thing is like, what's the point of winning if the winning people are just going to let the losing people benefit from the the reward mm-hmm. we didn't see anyone else coming to eat cans of gravy mm-hmm. nope what's going on here i guess you're allowed to do whatever you want okay so it's the lanterns uh everybody gets to come in morrow greets everybody and jenny i i was reminded of you know the key and peel uh sketch where uh we, we see that uh peel is president oh, yes. Uh, yes. That's what I kind of felt like that this was uh, here oh, entering the lanterns. Yeah. Hello, Ebony. Hello, Look at this hello. rock star, Jody. How are you? Hello, I'm My good. man, Ray. Hey, Coach. Good to see you. Paulina. Hello, darling. Good, good to see you, sir. Good to see you, yeah. brother. <laughs> it literally is like that. He's like fist bumping everyone. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure he was doing strictly fist bumps <laughs> like uh, you know all sorts of different varied greetings de- mm-hmm. depending on who you, who he uh who you seeing it was it was just like that <laughs> so jenny everybody gets two thousand dollars just for showing up at the lanterns for their charity it's not about showing up at the i mean you have to show up at lanterns to get it mm-hmm. but it's about last it's the symbolism of lasting another day okay all right. So you get two two grand a day mm-hmm. for just lasting the day. Yeah. That's why Meta World Peace went that one day to mm-hmm. Lanterns. He was already thinking about quitting before that. He's like, I gotta go to Lanterns to get that two G's mm-hmm. for my charity. And the bedding really is gonna help for Paulina. She has arthritis. Okay. Both hips. Both hips. And it's just like being in her luxury bed at home. I I can't imagine it's that close, but mm-hmm. maybe she just doesn't have a heated blanket. On doesn't her have bed a heated home. blanket. All right, now we get a lot about Colton and Colton's journey for redemption. I mean, that for honestly, I feel like that they don't really talk about the thing that Colton most needs to be redeemed no. for. No, so I don't really. Not. They definitely don't really know between what, that and yeah. the snake. It's yeah. very yada yada. I don't know but this is very like much- what they're redeeming him. for. For yeah. why they feel like uh, that he needs to, but they, they, I feel like they don't really talk about like uh, like the biggest issues here. No, 
Definitely not. This is like image rehabilitation for Colton, but we're not acknowledging what needs to be rehabilitated. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, um, but yeah, he's, he talks a lot about like how he leaned into being on TV. Yes. Yeah. Um, Well, this was a, you know, a very, a very sad story for Colton. Believe it or not, after football, I was so lost. I fell into TV. Oh my God. (laughs) That's Colton. You don't have to go down the road. I did. Okay. Yeah. Don't get mixed up in TV. And and Next only, thing you know you'll be podcasting. Yeah. But I mean that I mean for Colton, this is really this is serious, Jenny. Okay. Um he got mixed up in TV. And I'm glad that he's finally taking some accountability and trying to overcome getting falling into TV here on beyond the edge yeah he's really overcome the whole tv part yes (laughs) through this whole experience of television (laughs) (laughs) well i mean to be fair he's he's probably like a lot less people are watching this than the (laughs) yes i have to i'm weaning myself off of being on tv by going on shows that have lower and lower viewership you yeah, can't you can't go cold, cold turkey. turkey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you got to wean yourself off. Where? What's he doing next? Mm-hmm. What's What's beyond Beyond the Edge besides this podcast? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, they talk about how um, you know. No, is anybody going to quit? Any, anybody? Anybody? They're like, no, hell no, no way. We'll never quit. But yeah, Coach Coach Mike does take a long time. The coach, I mean, coach. Morrow seems like really like somebody give me something. Somebody, somebody give me something. Anyone? Anyone? Have to cut to a commercial. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because <laughs> anyone, anyone, uh, and and coach tells us. And I'm telling you, I am pissed. He's pissed, but he's never going to quit. Never quitting. Yeah. Uh, no quit. I mean, we we went to a commercial, came back, and got the whole scene all over again. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it's it's him saying like, "I don't care what you come up with. Like, I wouldn't come. Cl- nothing never you could do would make me close to." <laughs> like, like oh, okay. He's like, oh, okay. You put it that way. Coach. And then, of yeah. course, like, you know, Coach Mike and Ray Lewis, they have to go back and forth of like, who yeah. can make who can make the most dramatic punctuation on uh, each thing that happens at the Lantern. So Ray has to outdo Coach. Yes. Well, I mean, Mike Singletary is his hero. Yes. I think. I think pretty sure yes. he said that. Yes. He pulled his hero um, so- off over the wall. So it's it's like it's like a kid seeing like a parent that or someone that they admire doing something like oh, I want to be just like you and so you know we see coach being super inspirational and and Ray said okay here I come mm-hmm. you so thought that was an inspirational tale he's gonna go down the line and talk about why what it's like being here and how this is the greatest group of people ever assembled and he's so Warriors. lucky to be around them especially. Uh, one one of the one of the greatest, uh, Colton. If you took a moment to not judge Colt, but just hear him, you would know he's golden. Is he poetry? Is he? 
No, this man is reciting poetry. Mm-hmm. He's like Colton, Colton, what rhymes with Colton, Golden. Like he, this this next piece is performance art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's reciting yeah. poetry. That's that's what he's going for. He yeah. said Colton. What rhymes with Colton? Golden. But when Ray Lewis says, uh, "If you if you take a moment to not judge Colton, well, like what are we judging him for?" Does I mean? Does, I, well, we'll never acknowledge it. Does Ray Does Ray Lewis know about the uh, the whole thing with? No, I don't think that. And like that's the thing is like the the beginning. And, and then if not, this, what is Ray Lewis talking about? I no because the way this got packaged was people were upset that Colton came out. That's mm-hmm. not the case. That's not what people are judging Colton for. Yeah. But I, that is apparently the story that's being told here. So I think that Ray Lewis thinks that people hate Colton because he's gay. It's not the case. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's... Don't that's know. really not the story, but okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I yeah. I'm sure he's golden. I mean, yeah, the, golden, it's like, I, like uh, Ray, your heart's in the right place, but I don't know if you yeah. know the whole the whole thing. Okay. They've only been there three days, Rob. Yeah. May not have gone there. Yes. Yet. Okay. Um, I, I like uh, Mike Singletary told the story about it. He, his brother is gay, and his brother came out to him. Uh, but is that uh, Mike Singletary wouldn't wouldn't get out of bed so his so his brother could come out. That was another. I feel like they edit some of these stories where like they like they go from like the beginning of the story yeah. and then yada yada over the part, and then suddenly a snake's being thrown at someone or like. It's like get out of bed, and then it's like there's like a there's like some sort of conflict, and it's like I'm gay. It's like <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. It's five forty two a.m. Why are you, why are you telling me right now? Yeah, I I just feel like they yada yada over the parts that make these pieces of story like connect. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, okay, it's so, an interesting form of storytelling. <laughs> it's only a forty two minute show. Yeah, they're doing their best. So we have finally, nobody's going to leave. Everybody's staying. And so Moro has uh, some uh, parting words. He's send everybody back to camp. Make your way back. Enjoy the restful sleep. And I have a feeling uh, you might have some company tonight. <laughs> oh, no. Stop. No, I'm talking no. about the fact that the winning team might have some company oh, because yeah. of the oh, sharing yeah. of the. I apologize. No, no snakes, no bats. <laughs> Glad you cleared that up. Glad you cleared that up. Finally, something's being cleared. <laughs> there's there's so, so little going on. We have to include like this whole misunderstanding. <laughs> like this would get cut from literally any other show. <laughs> They're like, oh, we won't use this. Like it's fine. And another case of Moro, like selling past the clothes, going on like two. <laughs> You'll be having some company tonight back at camp because you know that people will want to share the rewards. <laughs> no, not. No, no, I didn't mean I to say that snakes no. and bugs will no, be no. joining you. That that won't like, well, how do you know? No snakes, no bats. No, no. Just the other team. <laughs> just the other people want to sleep in your bed. So, okay. Glad you cleared that up. <laughs> I, I also like. There's like a weird relationship with Morrow and the cast. It very much differs from like the relationship that like Jeff Probst has with, you know, survivor contestants where like 
he's like hugging them as they leave. Like we saw like the fist bumping and the greetings as everyone comes in. He like hugs Colton says, thank you for sharing yourself Mm -hmm. with us. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just such a, it's just a very different experience of like watching the host of the show, like hugging and like thanking people. I don't know. It's, can you imagine like we're beyond like, the edge, Jenny? People hugging yeah. J- Jeff only but, like, well, only during the season forty when the, the the jury got to get their loved ones. Right. Yeah, yeah that was it. <laughs> that was the one time that, that the, the hugs came in. That was the only time that that ever happened. Otherwise, uh, yeah, don't don't even try. Get away. Wait, get didn't away. somebody else ask him ask him for a hug? I'm... Dawson. Oh yeah. Hmm. Or was that a kiss? I don't know. That's a kiss. Him? I think Johnny Fairplay oh. might have wanted a hug. I feel like there's got to be, mm-hmm. you should out, do like an out uh, list of yeah. Yeah. being hugged moments. And Jeff doesn't like to hug the contestants. Also because no. they're gross. Yeah, they're stinky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moro doesn't care. I mean, they've only been out there three days and they already got a bath. Mm-hmm. Also, so. Yeah, doesn't bother. It doesn't bother him. Okay. No. So that's Beyond the Edge week number three, Jenny. Are you ringing the bell? Jenny, are you... Considering ringing the bell. This is, uh, Scott, if you want to insert a commercial here, this would be the time. And uh, maybe like a nice dramatic pause after. And then when we come back, Rob's going to actually say that again. Jenny, would you consider walking away from from all the people that want to tune in to hear you talk about Beyond the Edge every week. Rob, I don't care what you come up with. I don't care what this show brings me next week. I don't care what guest comes on here. You can't bring anything to this podcast that's going to make me quit because I do not give up on the edgers. Well, I am pissed. I but- guess that's that. I guess she's not leaving. Now I'm going to go eat a snail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll see you back next time when we will uh, won't be alone. Wait, what? I, 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 I mean, that we'll be with the listeners who are with us every week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Glad you cleared Thank you that for up. explaining yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, next time, did you watch the preview for next time? I sure did, Rob. Yeah. yeah. Rob, please. Yeah. I am on the edge of my seat. And that's why they call it Beyond the Edge. You're beyond the edge of your yeah. seat. That is where I live while I'm watching you know, the show. I, I, well, I have a friend of mine that uh, he w- went beyond the edge of his seat and just like fell right out of it recently. Wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a painful mm-hmm. Hurt He hurt himself. <laughs> <laughs> podcasting business is dangerous mm-hmm. more dangerous than the jungle mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay so jenny looks like there's gonna be an ant attack next week yeah what which do you think has worse ants the big brother house or beyond you know, if only meta would have stayed meta is the only he person that could answer that question <laughs> That's the one thing that he can handle. He's done the ants before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they tease 
Ray might ring the bell. Yeah, is that is that possible? What are the I chances mean, that, or did Coach Mike invent the lantern yeah. fake out, the and fake that out, yeah. every single person is going to like ask the rhetorical question? Uh, could I ring the bell right now? Am Am I thinking about ringing this bell? I would ring the bell. Not. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, Ray has to do whatever Coach Mike does, so I think yeah. that this is a viable theory. I am starting to worry about Coach Mike because he says he will never ring the bell, but I'm starting to wonder, Jenny, that um, is. But when we get to day four of Beyond the Edge, it looks like he's drowning next time. Like he's not getting Listen. over the wall. Like I think that you know these challenges are starting to take a toll. I mean, he, how old is he? He's 50 something. 62. 62. 62. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's being dragged around like a rag doll over, over (laughs) high walls and stuff. Um, but here's the thing. I don't, I don't ever believe when they say that someone's drowning because I I don't think Jody Sweden was drowning. Yeah. She's just screaming a lot in the water. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But you think, so you, so I, don't Jen, want so you, I mean, you're on record that you say this show is fake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> it's something I've said all over Twitter. Yes. Um, so, no, but uh, I it, it just don't get it twisted. Jenny Autumn does not think it's fake. No. Yeah. I I am a edge truther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm trying to see if Jody Sweeten has commented anything about uh, whether or not. Um, Drowning? Yeah. Maybe they just didn't show it. I don't know. Mm, maybe. Okay. All right. We'll, well never know. We'll never know. Well, okay. maybe if she does ring the bell someday, like uh, Mike, Mike Bloom, Bloom can, can get find the out answer. an exit press. Wow. And don't forget, we're trying to get Mike Bloom on the show. So don't forget about those. Those reviews. <laughs> 200, 200 reviews for us to get Mike Bloom here beyond the edge. Yeah. He spoke, he's interviewed Meta World Peace. Maybe he'll he's interview more beyond the edge contestants. Yeah. Like all of them make, make it to the end. Is he just going to interview them all? <laughs> yes. It's only fitting if the world's number one beyond the edge podcast had the world's top beyond the edge journalist. Journalist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things go together. Like, yes. What a yeah. meeting of the minds. <laughs> of course. The top yeah. beyond the edge experts in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm adding that to a resume for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> okay. What do you think the top tweets on the beyond the edge hashtag are? Oh, um, I'm sure like maybe uh, Paulina and David Bloomberg beefing, right? Okay. I looked up beyond the edge top tweets. The top two tweets are from Jenny Autumn. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I did the Beyond the Edge. Oh, those are just the most recent tweets. Those Come are top. On. I'm not on latest. Okay. I'm okay. on top. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. This is a Mauro Ranello Stan account. 15 likes, I mean. Jenny Autumn. <laughs> Paulina, Queen of Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Jenny Autumn. Okay. Uh, and then there was a, a, a controversial uh, tweet from. So then the next one is from uh, David Bloomberg. Who says, not really paying attention to hashtag Beyond the Edge because it's boring. But then I look up and it appears someone is drowning. Finally, something interesting. David, what are you looking for? A snuff film? 
We just oh want God. people to quit. We don't want to drown. We want people to die. He says, I'm sure as we come back from commercial, she'll be fine. I mean, she was. Yeah. Uh, Paulina cracked back at David Bloomberg. Clap back alert. Said, yeah, sorry. We all survived. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> We think it's fake and we're hoping people die. This is this is the story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, Evan Geller said, uh, yeah, it's rough. Literally every episode crescendos with intense music at the faux tribal council, inferring that someone might quit. Who greenlit this thing? Please never do a why blank quit podcast. David Bloomberg said, There is no chance of us doing that podcast. He said I draw the line here. Yes. No way. Dave Bloomberg is not writing rules for Beyond no. the Edge people. What are the okay? rules? I don't even know what the rules of <laughs> Yes. This. If anybody can explain them, it's you. Yeah, true, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm struggling with that. So. Yes. Then, also, uh, the next uh, tweet I have is uh, Wednesday, TV rating, CBS veteran survivor, Tops Night, Beyond the Edge squanders lead-in support. Oh. Ratings were a little dropping a little bit. Like drowning, dropping, mm-hmm. or just like mm-hmm. screaming in the water. Yeah. Flailing. Yeah. Not quite underwater yet. Yes. Okay. And then Dave Bloomberg has a TikTok about Beyond the Edge. Uh, when the Beyond the Edge host was trying so hard to get someone to quit, it reminded me of something. My latest TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want, uh, let's see. Um, do you want to hear David Bloomberg's latest TikTok? Sure, why not? Okay, let's see if I, could, if I could play this. Is there anyone here tonight who is ready to go back to camp, ring that bell, grab their things and go home? They remind Dave Bloomberg of one thing. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, Ferris Bueller. I had, okay, what does it say about me that I had the same thought? Is there thought? anyone <laughs> Look, great minds think alike. I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those are the the top tweets. Top tweets. Yeah. Okay. So we stay on top over here. We covered the social media of Beyond the Edge, also. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jenny. Anything else to cover? Um. I. I oh, Rob. I. I. I was meaning to ask you about this last. Yes. Week. What is it? Um. Have you paid attention to the opening credits of this show? Um, tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, it's, it's so good. Please, please pay attention next time because, um, whoever, whoever does the opening credit, uh, visuals, graphic design is their passion. It's, It's incredible. They, they take these stills of them, of the celebrities, like in their like celebrity life or just like normal shots of them. And then like, try to like morph them into like a shot of them, like in the jungle, in in the jungle. And it's like the transitions are really funny. It's so dramatic. Mm -hmm. Um, Beautiful. Okay. All right. One of my favorite parts of the whole episode. And Jenny, you and and I see meta world peace during it too. They show him first. He's first. He's first. Yeah. Yeah. He's the headliner. Jenny, by the time, we get to another episode of Beyond the Edge. We will have recorded a celebrity exorcism, although Mike Bloom yes. called it something totally different. <laughs> yeah, what was it called? Cele- or, 
What was it called? Celebrity Hollywood Scare? scare Hollywood Scare. Yeah. Holly, yeah. like, is that like Hollywood Squares? Is that oh, what Hollywood just, Squares? Yeah. Okay. Celebrity Maybe Exorcism on Tubi. Do, do you want to hear the trailer for Celebrity Exorcism on on uh, on a Tubi original? You want to hear yeah, that? Why not? Okay. Let's listen. Yeah. Let's listen in on the trailer for this. Okay. A Tubi original. This is how all scary movies start. Are we ready? Let's do it. All right, team. We got this. Meta world peace. The unexpected. He's afraid of the unexpected. (laughs) Of all he's afraid of, the unexpected is up there. Expect the unexpected. Yes. Okay. Jody Sweeten. One else here with us tonight. It can be kind of Char Jackson. Something that nobody else can see. Are you guys doing that? No. Meta, are you doing that? Mm -mm. They're doing a Ouija board. My name is Rachel, and I am actually an exorcist. I remove what people consider demons. We're going to be communicating with spirits right away. I feel like you're very hard on yourself. Don't be scared. Okay, what is happening? What was that? Hello? Oh my God! What could go wrong? A to be original. Do wow. any of the demons here want to <laughs> ring the ring. bell and leave for good? Walk back to camp. Anyone? Get your things. <laughs> Collect your things. Get out of this haunted house. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> There's something rich about like Meta being like, don't be scared. <laughs> yeah. Have okay. met you? <laughs> All right. So. Um, I getting, can't wait for that. All right. We'll talk to Chappelle on Celebrity <laughs> yeah, Exorcism. Uh, only because you, the Millie gang slash the Edgers deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't do it for anyone else. Jenny, what's coming up for you? Uh, that. Yeah, just <laughs> that. that. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much that, and uh, yeah, just continuing. We got we got many more weeks of Beyond the Edge. I don't know how this show continues. No one's quitting, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe there'll be a twist, and and someone will quit. Maybe you never that know. That is apparently what we're rooting for. Mm-hmm. Um, but not for people just, to drown. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jenny Autumn. I'm enjoying uh, the new Survivor season and Big Brother Canada, and that's that's it, really. Mm-hmm. Just just living life beyond the edge. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we greatly appreciate all of our edgers being here once again. You can go to robiswebsitecom slash bte feed to leave us your ratings and reviews. If you want Mike Bloom to be here for <laughs> a recap to tell us about his interview with Meta World Peace and other media opportunities he's had around Beyond the Edge in a special video edition of the Beyond the Edge recap. Let us leave us your ratings and reviews at robiswebsite.com slash BTE feed. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with Celebrity Exorcism in between now and then. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. 